All right. Hey, Derek. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing. I'm, uh, I tell you what, getting, um, staying, staying stuck at home is just getting, it's, uh, it's getting old. It's getting a little old for me as well. You you remember how we did that two week check-in, um, a few episodes back and, um, we were like, oh, you know, it's getting better. Right. (laughs) It's, um, little did we know. Yeah. It's getting (laughs) old. Um, so anyway, so we had, uh, Derek and I had a, had a topic, um, this week, that was sort of fitting. We had some big news this past, well, a couple of weeks ago. It's It's been a little bit of time. Um, but, you know, as we said a couple of weeks ago, we did a retro bite. We were supposed to have Tom Griever on, but we had a heavy week. Derek, you want to drop the news? Why our week was so heavy? Yeah, yeah. It's been heavy, there. man. It's been heavy. Uh, so, you know, the company we work for decided to exit the site in which we work. Um, so we work in New Orleans. So the company exited New Orleans. Um, they're keeping a few of their other sites. So we were affected by this and, uh, quote unquote affected, affected for sure. And they, (laughs) as they say, right. Um, they call all these things, they call them actions as well. So it wouldn't, didn't sound so bad. Um, but anyway, the, the, um, term. Yeah. So anyway, reduction in force. Yeah. Right. The riff. Um, so they, uh, so they did, you know, everybody, essentially everybody at the site, uh, it was affected in some way, so we are affected, and so that's that, and that's that basically. So um, this this topic that we're going to talk about today um, kind of comes from that, kind of comes from you know uh, our friends, the people that are affected, and you know us as well. Uh, how do we get through this? And and just one one aspect of that maybe to help with. Yeah. So we've been obviously looking at a lot of job descriptions recently, and yeah. what Derek and I are noticing is these job descriptions are, I'll say, unhelpful. <laughs> and so Derek and I are going to play a little game today. Uh, it's going to be called Guess the Title. <laughs> so we're going to read some job descriptions, and um, Derek and I will have to guess the job title. <laughs> and we're just going to stick to the and requirements gonna, of the job. So, you know. Right. They're just uh, the requirements of, of the job. No, years of ex- yeah, years of experience, things like that. And uh, I'm going to have to guess if it's, you know, junior, senior, executive, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, so that's it should be fun. Um, Derek, you want to go ahead, kick it off? Well, before, I'll, I'll, uh, before we start, oh, I wanted to throw something out there, something new we're doing. All right. All of our oh, dedicated right. yes, listeners out there. I know we got I know we got a few of you based off the stats Five I've seen, the stats app. At least. Um, I think, unless yeah. it's lying to me, which is definitely possible. And the good thing. Good thing, Derek. We know that they are not our wives. So yes. We know oh, people I, that we don't yeah. know. <laughs> so we should say that every so time. We're guaranteed <laughs> that our wives do not listen to this. Um, so really, it's fine because uh, we can say whatever we want, um, and they're never going to hear it. So that's great. Never. So, um, so yeah, we uh, we want to do something for you guys. So any of the any of the sites that uh, allow you to leave a comment. Whether it's over Twitter, over you Retro Time Pod on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, you leave a comment, you're getting put into a pool. I'm gonna write a song mm. about you and play it on the air. You heard you heard it like here first. It. We also may send That's you right. some swag in the future. Um, we don't have any. Yeah. We don't have any dedicated Ooh. swag right now. I mean, I could. My daughter could draw something, but uh, I have been wanting to do stickers, Derek. Some awesome vinyl stickers. I think we could do that. Well, I even have a little one-inch button machine. I could make some buttons. We could make some retro time punk rock buttons. I'm punk rock's my, my jam. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, dude. Um, 
Sounds pretty good. So yeah. So all right. So where can you yeah. leave a comment? So, uh, anyway. uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Um, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. That'd be awesome. Facebook, Twitter. Reach out. We we want uh, we want you guys to to uh, to get involved and let us know. Um, you know what you think of the show, how much you like it. Yeah, what'll help you, you too? Derek and I are. Yeah, yeah. we want to. And what'll help you? That's also important. Yeah, obvi- aside from the compliments for Derek and myself. Uh, what? How can we help you? Mostly compliments, though. Essentially, we're looking well, for mostly, mostly compliments. compliments. Anyway, <laughs> let's get okay, to the topic. Okay, so let's get to the. All right, so you want to you want to go first, or you you want to read some, and I'll guess, or I can read some. You Why guess, don't you light it up? Organize this very well. I'll, I'll, right, I'll, I'll take a up. guess. Requirements only. Go. All right. Okay. Here we go. All right. Basic qualifications, Derek. Okay. Bachelors or masters with work or research experience in computer science mm. or related field. One to two years programming experience in C C sharp or Java. Professional experience or school-based knowledge. Preferred qualifications. Experience with multi-threaded programming. Oh, Strong technical background in algorithms. Ooh. Big O complexity analysis. Good understanding of database systems, internals, query processing. I don't even know what that means. That's probably something you understand. Experience in building and shipping production-grade software or services. Uh, ability to work collaboratively, yada, yada, yada. Got I it. Think that's pretty much so it. So I think I nailed it. Right. I think what I have do you it think ready it to is? go. Yeah. Um, All right. Intermediate. Scientific, okay. Computer scientist, Ooh. close, yeah, close. Something. This one is just this one is just software engineer. Oh wow! It yeah. sounds like a research so, job. It sounds like they're looking for someone to work in a school. You would think so, but this one is just software. It's the enigma of the job description. Fascinating. That's <laughs> um, This one is actually for a giant company in Austin, Texas. Oh wow. Um, one, I'm, I'm actually not even afraid to say that this is from Microsoft. This is a Microsoft job in Austin. So you can see how even big companies can be somewhat ambiguous. All right, we're going to go to another one. You ready for this? Hit it. All right. This, this is the skills required. Okay. Skilled in uh, Java is required. Okay. Skilled with Spring 5, Jira, and SVN required. Skilled following agile development methodologies is required skilled in java jsp and javascript background in web application development skilled in java user interface skilled in report development and use of hibernate and sql verbal and written communication skills basic ability to work independently all right here we go bachelor's degree in computer science or equivalent training required three to five years experience required uh yeah that's it that's the last one damn Pending flow down update i don't know what that so means. i know uh, what, what do you happened think this here I know what happened yeah. in this job description. Somebody a manager went to a developer <laughs> and said, what would you say you do here? And they started rattling yeah. off all kinds of tech stuff. And the and manager was like, perfect. We'll find you a guy. Yeah. Okay. And, so uh, what do you think this... Or a girl. <laughs> yeah. Or a girl. Um, so what do you think this I is? I think this is... I'm going to guess and say software engineer. <laughs> software engineer. Goddamn the same. <laughs> This is another software engineer. Oh, man. I feel so good about myself. Yeah. And now you can see the, the problem here is that when someone goes to find a job and they're typing in software engineer, this was completely different from the last one. Yeah. Right? We didn't talk about C Sharp. We didn't talk about Java. We did Well, they did talk about Java the first one. They didn't talk about research. This one didn't ask for a master's degree. Um, and this one was three to five years experience, whereas the other one was one to three for the same exact title. All right, now here we go. This is my favorite one, Derek. Um, Here's the required background. All right, you are a distributed systems expert. Okay. Not an expert someday, but an expert today. You have spent eight plus years designing. 
It does. I swear to God. Oh. You, I will copy. Yeah, it does. Oh, wow. You have spent eight plus years designing and developing software using a diverse set of languages and frameworks, including Ruby, Lua, Elixir, etc. You know exactly what it takes to design, build, and maintain a large platform that has high availability, redundant systems, and minimal failed error states. There's a lot more to this. I'm not going to finish reading. Your preferred background. You know ASL, American Sign Language, and have familiarity with the deaf or hard of hearing. This is so specific. You have spent years working with large media streams. You have given a talk on Elixir or, or uh, Iriang at a meetup. I don't even know what Iriang is. You know SIP WebRTC protocols based on VOIP. You know Unix, Linux, especially on SSH. You know containers, technologies such as Docker. Your education back. You have a bachelor's of science or equivalent experience. What do you think this is, title-wise? Jeez. Um, I mean, it sounds like they're looking for a senior architect for some like, like I don't know who also knows American GitHub platform. That also, that all, yeah, basically a um, um, how specific an ASL is that? approved. That's so strange. It's that's yeah, pretty specific. Just, yeah, so that's what I'd say. I'd say some kind of architect for uh, a sign language company. I don't know. Um, I've got some bad news for you, Derek. Oh, this is just no. straight up software engineering. Oh no, man! Also, I feel like I got also software I engineer. Guessed on that one. <laughs> should have guessed software engineer on that uh, one. So you can see where uh, where we're going with this. This is the problem, right? Um, straight up, pickle. it's very difficult. It's very difficult for people looking for jobs to uh, to find jobs, <laughs> even find jobs to apply to, let alone finding jobs to actually get hired for, right? Um, so this is just, it's so hard. It's so incredibly difficult to even find, um, the jobs to even apply to, you know, I'm right. a software engineer, um, and I've been doing this a long time. This, this is all three of these that I've read are almost completely different as far as, uh, d- uh job descriptions and backgrounds go. Right. But they all are exactly the same title, software engineer. All yeah, in Austin, I mean, Texas, by the way, I these wonder, are all stuff I looked in Austin. I wonder if this. You know, just just as you started reading through those things, I wonder if this is, you know, less of a problem for uh, less of a problem of the level of description and like consistency of these job postings. And more of it is more of it maybe to the the age of our industry and the fact that we don't have names for things that we all agree on. We don't all agree that a software engineer is a specific thing. So we can call anything a software engineer, anything an architect, anything a, I mean, UX is a relatively new even phrase. So what are we, I've what's heard, a UX? I've heard people, I've heard people, uh, I've read descriptions that were looking for UXers that called them UI engineers. Yeah. And they were basically like what I would call like a design technologist, which is someone who can do design and, and a little bit of front end. Um, they, they're called, you know, design technologist is the term I've heard um, UI engineer used more recently. Um, I don't know if UI engineer or design technologist is the official term. Probably both, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, it's very confusing. So, you know, what is one to do? I don't know. I don't really have an answer for that other than just read all the stinking backgrounds. Yeah. These things. Unfortunately, the <laughs> titles aren't going to really matter to you much. Um, and that's that's unfortunate thing is that's what a lot of search sites search on. Software engineer, software architect. Sometimes it's developer. Right. Sometimes it's so broaden your search. Um, you know, work with a recruiter to get your search up. But yeah, that's, uh, mm. we just illustrated some pretty confusing, um, uh, discrepancies. 
Yeah, for sure. All right. Hit me up, Derek. What do you got? You found some? I'm gonna guess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to find some weird, weird ones here for you. So um let's see. I like this one just because of the name of the company. And I'm gonna say the name of the company because um it made me laugh. So the role the qualification is three years of professional programming experience, extensive experience with and a litany of programming language, very specific ones. Um, okay. I'm talking C sharp, MVC. Well, MVC is not a language. JavaScript, .NET Core, Node.js. Um, so all these things you have to have experience with. Extensive experience. Um, SQL database design and stored procedure programming, um, which is an indication they have a lot of older systems, um, systems that were made in like the early 2000s. This is actually probably going to be a good tip for a lot of people, and we may want to dive into a couple of these because I can give you like like okay. tips as what what certain things mean. Um, that wasn't the intention of this whole thing today, but uh, maybe we can do something. Oh, we can yeah, give yeah. some advice. I think it'll help helpful. Yeah. yeah. So right. um, I'm not going to do that for this one, but uh, experience with agile methodologies in development lifecycle, um, which you will learn means nothing. Um, experience with <laughs> it's completely different depending on the company. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it, it indicates nothing. Um, and experience with native script, React Native, or native mobile development. Um, they want to know that okay. you can write HTML and have it appear on an I- iPhone. Um, <laughs> that's what they want to know. Nice. The company, not rocket science. That's why I loved it. So not much. rocket science. It's not rocket science. Okay. I mean, it's not rocket science. Yes. Just make sure you know every language. Um, yeah. that, that All right. is so popular when, right now. So what is what, the, the, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, what do you think the title is on that one? Uh, what is the level, years of experience in that? Three plus. Three plus. Okay. I'm just going to guess just software engineer, <laughs> software developer, software engineer. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing for all. Programmer <laughs> slash programmer analysts, plural. Analysts. What does that so, have to do with the? Uh, so what, what out of that is, description? This is historical. So in the government, um, they couldn't call when when uh, computers became, you know, more heavily used. They couldn't call uh, them engineers because of the kind of work they did. Because there were already engineers, and that would confuse like the payroll systems and everything. They were closer to oh, scientists, because, like, so they called them scientists. Right. So okay, when, but with the people who did the you know the work of like talking to the customer and stuff became analysts. So it's like all this historical wording. So you see programmer analysts, what I'm seeing with this company is I see the word rocket. I see a legacy name here. I see stored procedures. I'm thinking this is going to be an old system. That's been, that I have to come in, help maintain and build onto. And, uh, usually if they ask for very specific things like, like, uh, like languages, they already have a system built. And they either need to bolt things onto it or mm, yeah. or even worse, they're trying to rewrite it from scratch. Usually that's when they ask someone with a big, a big super, <laughs> a super, a super awesome brain needs to come and be smarter than us and tell us what to do. That's usually not what's going to happen. Um, they're going to have some right. idea in mind. Anyway, that's that one. Um, that's a good interpretation. I like that. I like your, you could be a, you're like the, uh, the, um, oh God. I cannot think of the dude's name now. 
was the uh, uh, the guy? <laughs> Dog the, the bounty hunter. Guy. I'll just start guessing. <laughs> the, the old uh, Pete the guy with uh, the um, oh Jesus, my 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 brain is so. I got a million of them, Derek. I just <laughs> the old British detective. What is his name? Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, you're like the Sherlock Holmes of uh, job descriptions. There he is. Yeah, that was, yeah. Now I sound like a complete idiot. All right, next one. All Go right. Ahead. So the next one I, I like want to do. Let's do one that's a little different. Okay. So this is actually for a pretty big company. Um, and I kind of know what this tool is. So this is, it doesn't even have descriptions. It just says about the role. In, in, in this role, you can expect to, and I like this, guide the technical approach and architecture of a specific tool. I'm not going to say what it is because it'll tell you the name of the company. Um, you have experience in lower level language, in a lower level language like Go. So it doesn't say specifically what language, it says a lower level language like Go, which is a, a language written by Google. Yeah. Um, you have experience working with distributed software, which tells me they're working on a distributed system. This, this, this kind of thing, say, will, will make you think, okay, I do have some experience with that broad thing, maybe my experience can apply. Um, mm -hmm. you have experience in one or more of the major public clouds, very, very good description because there are many of them and they all basically do the same thing. Google cloud, um, Amazon, Azure, uh, you know, so, uh, Predix, you know, those kind of things, the good stuff. You're familiar with uh, infrastructure management concepts. Um, and those, uh, you know, so that's. That almost says nothing. Um, mm -hmm. And you have experience using the tool. So that's really good. So like they want to bring people in who know, oh, okay. who care So this enough. is a big company. Yeah, so, so this, this is, is actually HashiCorp. People might be using um, okay. I'm, I'm oh, saying their okay. name because yeah, 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 okay. you know, they're um, HashiCorp. Uh, and it's, it's to be a senior. Oh, shit, I gave it away. Senior software engineer <laughs> at, uh, on, on the Vault product. All right. Um, All right, so let me. how many years of experience on this one? This is, it doesn't have any. No, okay, interesting, okay. So it just says guide the technical um, approach and architecture. What would you have guessed? Okay, so I'm going to guess software engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Safe bet, but it is senior. So this one's senior, senior software. And okay. yet there's right. less And that one is interesting. Yeah, right, I was going to say that, because that one has even less specifics than the one that was regular old software engineer that wanted eight years plus a master's and um, expert in American Sign Language and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. That's, that's so silly. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, let me roll through a couple. More. I'll just roll through one more of these, maybe give some, uh, yeah. Yeah. some indications. Because our programmer friends out there may want to know this stuff. Um, let's see. Okay. This is a, okay, this is a big one. All right. So um, basic qualifications. Okay. I'll just roll down to this. Because this one does actually have that. you got to guess what this is. Um, okay. BS level technical degree or equivalent professional or military experience interesting okay five plus years of large-scale software development or application engineering with recent coding experience in two or more of the following language java javascript c sharp c plus plus swift node python go or root that's how they want you to read it um yeah. cloud experience experience that's all it says cloud experience very interesting experience with continuous integration and continuous delivery very interesting. Um, a lot of people mm -hmm. don't even know, are doing that stuff the wrong way and don't even know what the terms mean, which is kind of funny because they actually don't mean anything. 
Um, exposure <laughs> to agile development methodologies. Exposure, exposure. to it. Just exposure. <laughs> exposure. I read, I read the first two pages of. Right. I went to the I went to the Agile conference without my mask on. Um, <laughs> preferred qualifications: master's degree, um, because that makes master's you smarter. Degree. I don't know if you know that, but a master's right. degree makes you smarter. Yeah. Um, computer so science proved it. At least, if nothing else, it proves that you're smarter. Yeah. Um, and I'm not knocking anybody that has a master's degree because I actually almost have one um, myself. Uh, I just had a weird thing happen. I got to talk about that story sometime. Why mm. I don't have a master's degree? I took all the That's classes. I'd love to hear. All the classes. But every class? Every class. Took all the classes, but I uh, still don't have one. Um, you just didn't Story for another time. I didn't pay, I didn't pay him enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't, you know, we have always what it was. Computer science and, or engineering background. So preferred is a computer science or engineering background. This company will actually take you if you do not if have a computer don't. science or engineering background. So say someone comes in with what a really that? great mind in a different I, I don't understand I, I i don't know why that would be so i but i mean if you read the rest of those descript the the uh the requirements how would you get that if you were not if you didn't have an engineering or computer science background i guess you could have taught yourself those things and i don't know like, i read a book about agile i mean now, how here's, would you have done here's a specific thing that you need to know about big companies and, and small companies too big companies that have an hr department are going to force you to only accept people who have the minimum requirements preferred requirements right will will uh, yeah. you know allow you to allow them to see people outside of that space. So if they're creative, they're going to put the minimum requirements very, very short so they can get as much mm -hmm. in as possible and they can do the sorting out. They don't let HR do it. That's right. essentially what's oh, that going makes on. sense. Yeah, I guess they get audited and stuff. Oh yeah, big time. big time. Big um, time. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll lead I'll leave it there. So you you have most of the oh, cloud certifications is the other one. I'll put so this under. one is okay. So they have you have to have the cloud certifications. No, that's that's preferred. Cloud certifications. Is oh, preferred. preferred. Okay. So all of this and it's very it's like you don't even need to have the background. I, I, what does this sound this like? It's got to be like at least mid level. I mean, it can't be that high level, right? I mean, I'm gonna go with software engineer again. I software know, engineer, <laughs> cloud application architect, nationwide. Um, it's it's nationwide insurance. No, no, for Amazon Web Services. Oh wow! This okay. is a cloud application architect role. This is a role anybody could apply to, and I think they want a lot of people of various various, you know, backgrounds to apply. Um, to get the widest, to cast the widest net. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because architects generally are not as hands-on, right? I mean, so you're yeah, not writing essentially the, right. the code, so you're it's just a lot of thought and a lot of. There's a lot of analyzing and using your brain. Yeah, there's some um, there's some like people who would argue vehemently against architects not writing code um, all the time and like, hey, well, how are you going to tell us what to do if you don't know how to do it? You know what I mean? And I kind of I kind of yeah, agree yeah. with that in some way, you know. Um, so anyway, uh, that being my role, right. it's kind of like you know I've thought about it a lot. Um, so anyway, so we've got we've got six job descriptions with compl almost completely different uh, almost completely different uh, requirements that are almost all very similar you know titles aside from the, uh, the architect I guess a little different but yeah it's amazing so so let's think about this then Derek what, what is what is what is one to do you're out there looking for jobs right how do you sort through all this noise what do you do what's your tactics 
well some tactics i mean look cast a wide net for yourself because the companies are doing it against you you know use their tools against them essentially um and always remember that these companies want you to join their company they don't want you to fail otherwise they wouldn't be putting the roles out there if they wanted you know what i mean so that's something always remember to stay positive about also look for jobs outside of your basic programming knowledge if you are a programmer if you don't know rust if you don't even know what that is Learn about it. Learn a little bit about it, and then understand how it hit. It don't you don't need to like know every single syntax rule. Just know how it works, what you know, what the concepts behind it, uh, and how it is different from the languages you know, so that you can talk smartly about it. Smartly, um, <laughs> you make sure you say smartly in your interview, um, and just talk yeah, intelligently about it in the interview, so that you know they know that you could learn. Yeah. So, so a couple of things that, that I, I, I feel like this is just the same as, as almost every problem that you face, and that's you know relationships, 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 right? Um, if you can find a job where you know somebody that already works there and you can talk to them and you know get a referral or um, you know like for instance, Google, we got a buddy that works at Google. And so any job that, um, that I want to apply to, um, you know, he has to like submit me as a referral for that job and then I can apply. Um, the likelihood of me getting an actual person reading my resume is almost a hundred percent if it comes from somebody that works, if a referral comes from somebody that works at Google. Whereas if I were to apply to a job at Google, uh, right. without that, I'm pretty confident I wouldn't even get an email saying that they weren't considering me. So that's the other thing. Um, you know, finding the person to refer you, but also, these stupid big companies, man, they use those silly, uh, you know, sorting uh, programs. They run your resume through that program. If it doesn't meet X amount, like X percentage of the keywords, they're just going to never, nobody, no human's ever even going to look at it, right? Um, now, one of the benefits that they provide us for getting laid off is this uh, service that, that uh, they help you with uh, resume writing and things like that. And I had never tried this before, but the suggestion that they gave was to read the description and create a custom resume for that description that is suited towards the job description and uses the keywords from the job description, which, you know, sounds kind of ridiculous to me. It really does, but apparently it works. So if you were to just submit your resume as you, you know, oh, the best resume I ever read, you submit it and it doesn't have X amount of keywords that are in that resume, they're probably, the human's probably never even going to read it, Right. But um, if you go through and you pick up the words and they specifically call out some languages, put those, you know, if you know these languages, obviously, it's not, it's not going to do any good to lie about it. But, you know, if you've got a list of 15 languages on your resume and this thing lists, lists out seven, right, um, take those seven that you've done and delete the rest because it's not even going to help you at all, right? If you know C Sharp and they didn't ask you about C Sharp, no point, there's no point in putting C Sharp in that resume. Right now, when you get an interview, hopefully, if you get an interview using this tactic, then you can talk about those other program languages that you've used. But um, you know, it's all about I don't know padding the, the resume, I guess. <laughs> Which is like I hate this. I hate this advice. But well, it's just the you, you've got you know, resume reading bots that just dis, dis, completely disregard um, some resumes, no matter how talented that person might be. Let me tell you an interesting story I learned recently, Jeremy. Um, let me take you on a journey. I learned recently how the NBA does its recruiting for what they call the G League, which is their developmental league. They changed the D from developmental to G because they're sponsored by Gatorade. I thought that was kind of funny. Okay. Um, so it's the me? G League now. 
So the of way they do it is. it is they put out uh, worldwide um, tryouts. So you can go try. You could try out for the G League. You pay, but you have to pay them to try out. Two hundred bucks or something like that. Then you have to drive to the workout facility. They put you through a series of drills, right? And you go through the drills, and you're playing against people, and you're like, "Oh man, I'm." And they tell you, you know, don't be selfish. Be be good. Uh, be good. Be um be like you know Just pass the ball and things like that. But what they noticed is, and I I, I watched a, a a video of a guy talking through this. At the beginning, what they do is while you're in waiting in the kind of the the waiting area, I guess before you go on the court. The the coaches are going to talk to people. It's like, oh man, I saw you uh I saw you play over here at this thing. Oh hey man, how's it going? What's up? All of those guys. For some reason, are being really selfish on the court. They're not passing the ball. They're just show, trying to show their their individual skill set, whether it's on defense or offense. Then, at the end of the training, at the end of the the workout, all of the all of the people who weren't talked to at the beginning, or um, or uh, yeah, all the people who weren't talked to at the beginning are escorted out. A whole new group of people come that are five or six inches taller than everyone there. There was already a tryout planned. This was a whole big thing to get a bunch of people in who, I mean, maybe they find a diamond in the rough, but that's that's not the tryout for the NBA. It happens after this massive tryout. And the reason is, is because those guys on their resume had six, seven, six, nine. They didn't need to write I'm very, I'm, I always pass the ball. I'm a very, like, all this wordy crap. Their resumes yeah. were very specific to what the NBA wants. Tall, fast people who, um, you know, can handle the ball a little bit and play their role. So it's just, I thought mm, that was an sneaky. interesting kind of crazy thing. So wait, the person, the ones who were, like, get, who, the ones who uh, the recruiters went and talked to, they were lying about their height or they didn't put their height? Is that what you're saying? Those guys were all on the list, essentially. So they're all on a list to go into that second workout, that second tryout, and try out oh, with the okay. real uh, NBA G League players um, who, who were, like, really trying out for the team, whether they were on a team before or whatever. It's a very tight-knit group. There's not a lot of people in the NBA as, as it stands, there's like has to be a limited amount, right? Because the only, teams can only have a certain number of people, um, and the farm teams or the G League teams are like very small too. So I just thought that was so crazy how how you know basically your resume has to have very specific things on it, just like you said, to even be considered. Because all those guys were the ones that knew the guy at Google. You know what I mean? All yeah, the big tall guys. The first round. Yeah, and and just. It's just crazy. Um, so I'll yeah. stick to so I'll stick to pickup you know, games. Man. Yeah, dude, for sure. So yeah, the uh, the the networking thing is just so important, and it's it, I can't stress that enough. Like how um, how important it is to just go to those meetups and and all those things and talk to people and find people that you know and network that way. Because a lot of times it's so hard to even get an in person interview uh, just shooting off a million resumes every day. Um, and if you're going to shoot off a million resumes every day, at least take the effort to, uh, you know, uh, uh, customize them a little bit. And the funny thing, it's like I never realized how much work applying for work 
can be. <laughs> like it's so much oh, work. Yeah. Applying for a job is like a job in its own. Um, and you know, especially right now with the kids running around and screaming and it's just so stressful. I tell you what, Derek, my kids, I've gone from, remember two week check-in, like, oh, we're doing this uh, educational thing and you know what we're doing now? Straight up TV all day. And if it's like, at least I'm like, I'm like, oh, like the kids are like, oh, we want to watch TV. I'm like, you know, no, we're going to do something educational. We're going to, you know, color or learn something. Amy's trying, Amy's still, God, God, God help her. She's still trying very hard to get them to do fun stuff or educational stuff. And so they'll fight. Oh, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to watch TV. And uh, finally, I'm just like, fine. But you're watching PBS. <laughs> you know, you're going to watch Sesame Street or something educational. I've just given up. I've given up all hope. Look, I'm not, so sad. I'm not far <laughs> behind you at all. I introduced my kids to video games um, over the past maybe six months. Um, and yeah. uh, uh, the number of times a day I get asked, Daddy, Daddy, my three-year-old, can I play Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch? And this little guy can play. I mean, he can play. And, yeah, uh, that's awesome, man. So anyway. You got a little professional gamer on your hands. Yeah, my daughter, she's all in Animal Crossing right now, and she's constantly talking about it. It's like a little social thing. Her friends play it. I um, sent you um, a link the other day since you know everybody's looking for work now. Um, I don't know if you saw that link I sent you, but uh, you can make money now, apparently. Oh, Animal yeah, Crossing. yeah. I got to send my daughter that link. Just put <laughs> you your, can make a little money on the side. Put your kids to work, yeah. Oh, my God. Why I didn't think about it. That's a pretty good idea. She'd probably be into that. Um, make a little cash. Yeah, there you go. Make some oh, cash, man. maybe. But, uh, at least some, uh, you know, some allowance money. Yeah, right. So anyway, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of, you know, it's just nuts, the um, all these job descriptions. I just, I still can't believe how silly all these are. Yeah, um, and you had a you had a good analogy that we were talking about prepping for the show. Um, you you mentioned. Oh some yeah stuff. yeah. Um, you want me to go into it real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I thought uh, this was great. Let's light it up. So here it is. Um, basically, the idea was a lot of times these roles are there uh, not to fill a new position that never existed, but to fill a position that somebody's left or you know um, somebody has a very specific person in mind like man i really wish that i could work with tim again but tim's not available so the next best thing is let me just put tim's entire background on the internet and hope (laughs) that somebody is just like tim and the way i was thinking about it it's like reading somebody's obituary their technical obituary in an in an inner what did yeah, no, uh, what did Tim do? Yeah, right. <laughs> what did Tim do? Tim uh, had five years of large-scale software experience development, and he had cloud experience, and he had a master's degree. Um, you know, it's like it could read just like that. You, you're, we're, we're really thinking when we make these, uh, and I've, I've done this before, when we write these things out, we're thinking of a person. We have a person in our head. Um, I actually had this, this thought on Teams to make up a fake person to argue with like oh it's not my it's not my fault it's uh you know we all created this character and uh you know on the team as opposed to like the, like some architect we hate um what would uh what would bill the bill the architect say you know um <laughs> he has yeah. five years of programming experience. i thought that was a great analogy um i, I thought yeah. it was perfect it's like a, it's like your work obituary you know we're yeah. trying to find a tim and now i've got this thing i'm not you know maybe Maybe I needed two Tims, but you know you're gonna look for Tim. You're gonna look for one Tim, because Tim, even though Tim might have done the job of two Tims, you're probably gonna look for one Tim. Right. Instead of two Tims. Can't replace a two Tim with so, a one Tim. That's the only. Thing. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the two Tim conundrum they call it. Well, we only have a budget for one Tim, 
So yeah, it's <laughs> it's crazy. the The other um, the other thing that I, I think I kind of I'm getting out of this too is, you know, I think a lot of people tend to do this is they they take their self identity right. Who are you? You know, who is mm. Tim? Tim is a software engineer <laughs> with eight years of experience and knows American Sign Language. Um, you know, Tim's Tim's role is not Tim's identity. You know, Tim's identity is everything that he is at work, but it's also everything outside of work and his hobbies and all that other stuff. And I think if anything else, the thing I'm realizing over the course of the last, you know, three months, however long this thing has gone, is that anything can happen and it can happen fast. Yeah. And you are not guaranteed work in life, unfortunately. And um, don't tie your self-identity to your employment because it's fleeting and it could go at any minute and it and you have no control over it you know especially at a big company the bigger the company the less control you probably have over it so um you know it, it, that's that's just uh something i've learned yeah um i i just i don't know man i, well, I um it's just nuts it's fast it, it, and you, you don't expect it and well dude i mean we're, we're obviously you know we're both going through something right now and a lot of people are going through it right now as well but you know, really, what Jeremy keeps saying, and he keeps preaching it, and I, I completely agree with him. Relationships are what are going to carry us through this stuff, through the next, yeah, the next person, big thing yeah, that sure. happens, whatever it is. Relationships are going to carry us through because if we can hold each other through it and carry each other through it, um, and think about yourself as being one of those people who can carry someone else too. You're not just the one to be carried. Once you have something, maybe you can help someone else. Um, uh, I was yeah. I was going on and on like this to to my wife, um, and she I was talking about it in such like a, a excited way. She said I sounded like um, Bill Murray at the end of Scrooged, like uh, like <laughs> yes. when you had that feeling, you have to you have to feel it, and and you know like <laughs> when he's uh, when he's talking to the camera. Anyway, um, I do feel that I love way. Love it. Yeah. So relationships. So I think you know what, Derek. I think that's a great spot to just end it. Cool, bro. I think it's I think it was word, Derek's words of wisdom. Oh, it's Jeremy's yeah. words. I'm just spitting them out, um, spitting them back. You just made them better. So, uh, so that's it. So check us out on uh, RetroTimePodcast.com, and and don't forget, Derek's gonna write a song if you leave a comment on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Like, subscribe, do what you got to do, and uh, hey, tell a friend because that'll help us a lot too. Yeah. And I think I've been inspired. You inspired me, Derek. I'm going to make some stickers. Oh, and I'm excited we'll design already. design some stickers and we'll get some uh, some sweet vinyl stickers. And I, I might even make some buttons. And I tell you what, you leave a comment, we'll get you some stickers. I haven't designed them or made them yet, so they won't be immediate. But uh, if you leak, you, leak, you leave a comment, you'll get a song and a sticker. Sticker time on Retro Time. Appreciate you. Sticker time on Retro Time. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. All right, take it easy. It's the two-tim conundrum, they call it. Well, we only have a budget for one Tim.